0: Mark Provisar took a walk with me this morning when um, I went to the Western Wall. There's was a bunch of us. It was Yehuda Honekman, who's one of the uh, people really most responsible for this trip. His buddy Aaron, Rabbi Bloom, was there from Woodmere uh, and Mark and uh, Josh was there, too. And um, Mark is a uh, really smart guy. and. He's got some type of a the title. I don't know. He works for One Israel Fund, and basically if you mess with a Jew, he's going to kill you. That's who he is. He looks like Indiana Jones. He's handsome. He's got the white beard. He wears the hat. He wears a lot of brown and greens. But he knows the history of Israel and is one brave son of a bitch. So with that said, uh, here he is, my new friend Mark. Why are you laughing? That's you. Is that not you?
1: <laughs> I guess it's definitely one side of me. Sure.
0: <laughs> no, I know you're a nice guy. you got children. You even talk... I even said at one point to you, I said, with this um, war in the north becoming altogether possible, you're 61, but you look great. You look amazing. Thank I you. go, would you go back? And he said, no, no, no. But I've got kids, so that's where I saw the father, Mark, the father, and that was that was sweet.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's a
0: it's a grim reality
1: when you have kids uh, that serve. Yeah, it's tough.
0: And they're both twenty six and 131, so they would go yeah. right into action right away. Oh, if in place. fact it starts in the north, right?
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. So tell me about uh, One Israel Fund. They, uh, they uh, put this trip together. Uh, you guys have been, you you guys, you and Scott have been very generous. And uh, I spoke to Scott a couple of days ago. He was so excited about getting me here. This is my pilgrimage, as you know, my first yeah. time. Uh, tell me exactly what you guys do.
1: So One Israel Fund is an organization, uh, I believe it started in 93, actually, uh, a lot of major Jewish organizations uh, put a limit on what they call the green line. They tend to forget that there are Jews living throughout Judea and Samaria, and don't assist. Don't assist.
0: They don't help. And the green line, uh, you pointed out to me this morning. I'll give you what uh, it reminds me of. I used to go to Lake Tahoe every year for this celebrity golf tournament. It was a big deal. Yeah, I covered it three straight summers. Gorgeous. There's a line in the street. In the street, mark one side says Nevada. One side says California. You walk over that line, a line in the street, you're in a different state. That's the green line is not exactly like that, but close, no, right? No,
1: that's ex- that's exactly it. A lot of people don't realize just how close, in a sense, it is. And but these, uh, but that
0: separates uh, not uh, Nevada and California, but Jews and Arabs. Uh,
1: no, 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 it separates Judea and Samaria. Okay, what a lot of people like to call the West Bank. Right, which I think is not correct, but uh, why do you say that? Because. The West Bank of the Jordan is from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. That's why I say it. Okay.
0: And so they're just geographically incorrect.
1: Well, I think they're—they're they're not. People just like to say, "Oh, that's the West Bank," you know. Mm-hmm. And when uh, I think when the the Arabs speak about the West Bank, they're actually talking about Israel.
0: Right. Right. All of all of Israel. Right. Right. uh, So you guys came into existence uh, basically to represent?
1: Well, not to represent, but to to provide assistance. You know, there's always been a lot of philanthropic uh, uh, actions and efforts to to assist uh, Israel, and the major Jewish federations and organizations really put that on their line. They're not going to help these people over there. And when Israel Fund came about to provide exactly that from all well
0: give me something practical you guys assist with what exactly is it security
1: well security is obviously one of the things that's uh, what i deal with but there is also whether it be community projects schools uh synagogues uh courses anything and everything to make to build up a quality of life yeah that's what they do and like i said my niche is simply security
0: because that's the world i Live Go in, from. right, because like, you're not like Scott right now in uh, the five towns. Uh, Scott and I, we're a little different. <laughs> yeah, a little different. Uh, both wonderful men, but a little different. So um, are you one of these folks, again, I, I had it all wrong, man. You know, you're up in New York, and I'm under this impression that, yeah, Jews and Arabs get along. In fact, I thought you guys stopped using the word Arabs. You know, I thought that became kind of like nasty. And I've gotten it all wrong, at least these two days, um, you guys, almost everyone I speak to, to a man, anecdotal, but to a man, is like, enough of these people. This is our land. It's not theirs. It's not theirs. And we, we've been kind enough to allow them to live here, and we don't mess with them. We don't bother them, and they keep attacking us. Enough is enough. This is your land, right?
1: I personally feel it's our land, and uh, I mean, that's. But
0: you, put you showed me proof this morning, even when you showed me the tunnels underneath the Western Wall.
1: Yeah. Look, they're. they're Anyone who denies our historical connection is I – I don't know how I have to – how much of my language I have to tone down here. No, you can go crazy. Oh, okay. I think you so, can tell already. But right. people love me, okay, there you go. <laughs> including you. So a lot of people, again, the minute that they say that we have no claim to this land, they're basically full of shit. Right, yeah. Okay? I mean, I, I'm not talking religious. I'm, I'm not even going to take it biblical or anything, even though obviously there is that in a big way. I'm just talking historical facts. That's it. That's it. You you saw it today. I saw it. Anyone who studies history, anyone with a quarter of a brain who studies history, who goes along the timeline, sees our existence here. So when they say
0: the Jews weren't here or you don't have,
1: that's crap. It's crap. They're always here. And some
0: of these Arab villages that you pointed out to me today, close to the Western Wall, um, they believe it was there for a thousand years, maybe less than a hundred. They're just wrong. Now, that comes down I guess, their parents, their grandparents. So they've been misled, misguided, but they actually believe that nonsense. Well, there,
1: there's, it, it, look, the story is, it goes a lot more than just that. It's it's not that simple. Um, first of all, a lot of the towns throughout Sudan, Samaria, have, have a Jewish history to them, and the Arabs like to say no. The Arabs who who like to say no, they're a lot, that being said, There are a lot of Arabs that understand, that know, and we're not, you know, I'm not going to stereotype all of them. I've worked with Arabs many, many years, many years, in a very good way. I've helped them out where I can. I I really, my concept of security is keeping quiet, and I like humans. I just don't like humans killing each other. That's my my issue. But
0: I've gotten the feeling that that even though uh, you like humans and you've worked with Arabs and... You're trying to find a way here to be nice, which is very nice of you. That at least the guys I speak to, you just don't trust them. But there I, could be a guy you could work with for twenty years. You could wake up one morning and decide I want to kill right. you. That's right.
1: That's right. That's what can happen. And that unfortunately, you know, a lot of people who believed differently uh, on October seventh got a, a vicious wake up call. And it wasn't just October seventh. I mean we can take it back to the Intifada of two thousand when people thought, Hey, everything would be fine and the next thing they know that these were people who were identifying with the left wing of 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 the the spectrum.
0: Well, interesting. I I found it uh, fascinating this morning, and you're a great person to to walk with, was forget about 2000, forget about October 7th. You took it all the way back to the destruction of the temple. You said that was our first clue, and it's still going on. Why is that? Absolutely. Look, what we saw, we saw remnants of the first temple.
1: We saw remnants of the second temple, which was our, that we were here, which was actually the last time that there was a sovereign Jewish entity, in this land until 1948 and in 1948 and what did i say let's bring it back to history everyone was up there saying okay after the war the jews were coming back to israel actually had no choice really and what did the arabs do what did five arab armies do they attacked israel they attacked with the intent of destroying everybody here. Now, this was after the world decided on the first, let's call it the first two-state solution, where they said, you know, they took this area region. Again, if we study just history, the whole region was called Palestine, not based on anything, but Hadrian goes back all the way. So Jordan gets separate, then you have Jordan and Palestine, and then the UN comes up with their solution, their first two-state solution. Jews are getting this, Arabs are getting this, and whatever, you know, that... That's the first step. Yeah. Israel declares independence. They declare themselves a state. All the Arab nations attack to destroy Israel. And the crime that the Jewish people commit then is that we win. We won. Right. and we didn't lose and we didn't die. And the Arabs have not forgiven us since then.
0: That's right. There's no question. So That's, with, about, with about three minutes to go, um, we won, like you said. But there is still that two-state solution that is bandied about all the time. The president of my country, who I think, is a moron. Uh, I know he's old and he's feeble and he's losing his mind, and but he's also stupid and evil. He really is and doesn't care about you people. I don't know how you feel, but he doesn't care um, because he'll you know, gladly give Iran $6 billion and then cry on TV about Israel. You can't do both. Uh, he is still talking about a two-state solution. Uh, last I checked, you guys have tried that for decades and decades and decades, and they keep epping it up. What am I missing here?
1: You're missing that they, you know, when the whole Oslo talks started and they were going to say, oh, Judean Samaria or the West Bank, that was going to become a Palestinian state. There were certain conditions to start. First, stop educating your kids to kill Jews.
0: Yeah, at like seven years old.
1: <laughs> no, we can go. It's way Even before younger. seven. Okay, that was the first thing. That's never, that's never stopped. Uh, it, it, the Arabs have not accepted Israel. They haven't accepted Israel. And and, that's and they never will. It's been too long now. So, but so this, and this is what, you know, in a sense where it gets me, look, I, I was in the army here. I fought. My first war was Lebanon. I fought in the Intifada. And obviously I was involved with this last, with this ongoing thing. It's... There's not enough of them that want to live in peace. And I take war very, very, very personally. Yeah. I've experienced it. I've experienced more terrorism than most people. I don't like people dying. And it seems that they don't care. They don't care. And October 7th, what's been going on is exact proof. What they thought that we would just lie back, why they massacred and committed such atrocities. No, they knew you wouldn't. That's why they took uh, all these hostages. But without any care of their own people. Oh, they don't care those people. They don't care. care. And the world... The world, all the enlightened and the progressive, they're even coming out against Israel? Who they, they have lost their minds, they have. basically. And,
0: and for these innocent pa- Palestinians I keep hearing about, uh, I saw the videos. You live here, Mark, of uh, Palestinians in the streets, dancing, children handing out candy. Yep. They didn't see more that uh, disturbed to me about this whole thing. And, uh, and, yes, all over the world. I mean, are you disgusted as a man living here who has fought? And um, and you're a pretty silly guy, silly guy. You're a tough guy. Are you disgusted I, by I, what you've seen from the world? Absolutely.
1: I I can't believe that we're living in such a world where not only are people ignoring these atrocities, but are celebrating them. And I'm not talking about this the the, the primitive little whatever living in some far off village. I'm talking about the intellectuals. I'm talking about the students of Ivy League colleges. Yeah. My God, what? what these are our
0: future leaders? Uh, these are the same morons, too, that um, walked around New York City. You know, there's a guy named George Floyd who was murdered, yep. uh, sad, was murdered, and by a cop who, well, by the way, is in prison. It's not like that cop is living in, in, in Hallandale, Florida. He's where he sort of belongs in prison, but that didn't stop these animals from no. causing a real insurrection. Trump, there was no insurrection. There was not, one person died that day. A black cop killed a white lady who wasn't armed that day. That's a fact. No cops died. The the insurrection was what happened in any given city all summer long in 2020, in Atlanta, in Seattle, in New York, in Portland, in Chicago. They burned down police stations. They beat up cops in the streets. That was over a guy, George Floyd, who was arrested nine times and put a gun in a pregnant woman's stomach. Excuse me, he doesn't deserve the reverence and the love. Same thing with the Arabs. You've got three million Arabs here. How do you fix this? That's the question.
1: No, that's an answer I can't... uh... It's a question I can't answer, but there's, uh, there's something, some food for thought that people should look at a little bit. If we look at that, uh, we'll take it back to Occupy Wall Street. Yes. To the BLM movement, to this movement. If you study it, you will see a pattern. You'll see a continuing pattern. And it's unfortunate, and it keeps on growing. And this is, in a sense, the real problem behind all this, and people are ignoring it. It is a pattern. This is going to are I'm always curious just to play with words. What's the next cause?
0: Yeah, I know. And they sure, and they're just waiting for it. They exactly. George Soros, these college kids, they're just waiting. What's next? And it doesn't matter. Uh, these pro-Palestinians, they're out there advocating murder, advocating murder. Frank Bruno. He's your
1: numero uno.
0: Hey, uh, you're great. Uh, anything else on the way out about One Israel Fund you just want to let the listeners know about?
1: It. No, I, I think that the people that care, I think I call One Israel Fund a total humanitarian organization because, in, in first of all, besides, like I, said, I mentioned, the community projects, but in the realm of security, just trying to keep people alive, keep them safe, giving them basic human rights, and uh, it's interesting, and I combine that. With my art, which I'm going to show you one time. Yeah, I can't
0: wait to see your art. I'm actually going to buy one of your pieces. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you keep coming back and I spend the rest of the week with you because I find you to be absolutely fascinating. A wonderful guy, sweet guy, but a very smart guy and fascinating. So thank you very much.